Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What you up to? Oh, you know, nothing. Just talk, chatting with you. (laughs) Chatting with you. Such thrilling lives we lead. Work. Work, then eating dinner, then, you know. Oh, Speaking of eating dinner, Ooh, guess yes. what I ate for dinner? What did you eat? Um, mini eggs. No, but close. You know me. <laughs> Ice cream. Mm, yummy. Yeah, okay. that's, I'm a good adult. Um, well, I can't have dairy, as you yeah. know. So there's a really good um, cashew. It's like, I think it's by that. So delicious. Oh. Yeah. I've got some in my freezer and I had half the container last night. Uh, yeah I put it in an ice cream cone it's so good I finished it fancy in a cone and everything I know well this you sometimes you just gotta treat yourself treat yourself oh show yeah anyway back to the books and stuff well first of all I'm Chantel oh yeah I'm Kate (laughs) (laughs) and we're the book club babes we sure are where we talk about books and make um poor life choices about food <laughs> is it a poor life choice though or i don't know just embracing the fact that you're an adult and you can eat whatever the hell you want yeah that is the best part about being an adult and the worst because yeah. then sometimes you don't know when to stop <laughs> but you don't have to because you're an adult oh you do have to because you're an adult and you don't have metabolism you had when you were a teenager so you're gonna get real fat <laughs> mm. eh whatever <laughs> or just make yourself like in a sugar coma I ate I went to the nutty chocolatier on Friday night and I ate so many candies on Saturday you too many what, you know what's strange is that I've been thinking about the nutty chocolatier oh in what regard I just want to go and get candy oh hell yeah I got so many weird candies and I ate I got a nerd rope Yum. I, I got just want, like yeah squidgy candies like I jub- got chocolate covered jube jubes trash what the hell are you kidding me they're so good (laughs) the chocolate is so good with the jupe jupe they're the big jupe jupes no you're you're trash no yeah that too (laughs) rude anyways (laughs) what are you reading um oh i'm reading the scent keeper oh are you did you start it yes i started it it's nice good so far <laughs> good, um, good i'm trying good. to remember like what it's about it's pretty much about um this father and daughter that um live on an island by themselves so far okay okay cool hopefully it doesn't turn weird uh, hopefully not but no it won't because her her dad just died so oh she's there oh, by herself oh. now that's good i I'm guess a- assuming that's probably in the synopsis because it happened quite early so right yeah I mean if not spoiler alert 
<laughs> what about you? What are you reading? Oh, the same stuff, but I'm almost done for a city killer. So I'm going to start a new book after. Ooh. I don't know what, although we picked our book for September. We got a September book. What is it? What do you do? You want to tell us? Yes. I Drum roll, tell. please. We're reading. We're reading Not a Happy Family by Sherry Lapina. 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 Sherry Lapina. By Sherry Lapina. Yeah, we definitely had to. Well, I had to look up how to pronounce her name. She wrote um, The Couple Next Door, which got really good reviews. This is her newest book. It just came out at the end of last month, which Mm -hmm. is really exciting. Um. It's got really good reviews on Goodreads Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a fun little thriller, which I was definitely in the mood for. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping it's got lots of twists and turns that we can guess and go about. Twisty turny getting ready for fall times. Yeah. Halloween. Maybe we should read a Halloween. Say Halloween. Say Halloween. Hey, um, we should definitely read a spooky book for October. That would be fun. Like maybe a scary one. Ooh. I wish we hadn't read the Whisper Man. That I would know. be a perfect October book. I know. I was thinking that last night. I'm like, oh my gosh, that book is so good. So if you haven't read it, Reco yeah. from us. Yeah. Oh yeah. 10 out really of 10. Chef's 10 out of 10. If you want a, a little bit of a thrillery, keep you on the edge of your book, uh, edge of your seat book. Yeah. Edge of your edge book. Of your book. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That was a good... But don't read the second one. I didn't like it. Chantal, mm. you kind of liked it. It was okay. It's just not as good as um, The Whisper Man. Not nearly as good. No. Anyway, well, should we talk about this book? Yeah, I guess we should talk about this book, which is getting real twisty, turny. Ooh, is it ever? Are you, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? I, I don't just jumped in think so no we talked about what we're gonna read next month I don't think I have mm-hmm. anything else no all right cool you? no um we should definitely start talking about the book because I have so many notes so many all of them I feel like this was the shortest chunk to read but like everything happens everything is happening I just don't under I just there's so many feelings <laughs> it's just bananas and how like private investigator-ish was summer when she's like I feel like aces might be more than one person Mm -hmm. because it's aces I was like are you kidding me smarty pants she is she is she's uh she got us on that one because I thought it was just one person trying to take them down no I did too but that then when she said that I'm like that's so obvious now I know Jeez. What the heck, Summer? You're so smart. Okay, so we're oh, reading. So we okay. were reading. Um... Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, 
During Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Moving on. <laughs> um, we're reading chapter. 28 to 38 which is the beginning of part three which so is just half. ballot on or bullet Woo-hoo. oh oh that's kind of lame yeah i didn't realize that was what it was called i was like oh someone gonna get shot? i just called it part three part three yeah um oh, no. is someone gonna get shot that's what i was like what ballot or bullet yikes <gasps> Oh, right, because they have to pick a queen, homecoming yeah. queen and king or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so let's get into it. Yes, 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 yes. Where we left off. We left off and stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. I will tell you. Oh, yeah, we, were, we left off where they found out that it's a whole group of people who are in this together to bring down the people of color, rather, at the school yes um which was very dramatic yes so then we so then we go back this chapter starts off with she having run away because she's upset and stressed out about who she saw right Mm -hmm. yes and And she calls bell oh sorry this feels like so long ago i know i know so much happened i know i know (laughs) I know. So she calls Belle from a payphone and she wants to go to her place and Belle's all like, oh, I've been sick. I'm like, she says her room's a mess or whatever. But to meet at the Waffle Palace, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a creepy little line that I wrote down from the book that said, I saw the dead girl staring up at me, mm-hmm. which was spooky when you didn't know what else was happening in this chapter yet. Yep. <gasps> And then, so they go to the restaurant. It sounds like she legit has a panic attack at the restaurant. Yeah. And she keeps, like, seeing, like, Belle's face morphing into the dead girl's face. And it's, like, tripping her out. Yeah. And then she has a dream after this. She goes home. And she has a dream about being in a dark room surrounded by blonde dolls. Yeah. Interesting to have that. Is it a dream? Is it a recovered memory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that Belle kept on saying was that you can trust me. You know, you can tell me every anything. Yeah, like she's trying gross. to dig for more like information to find out what she knows. Yeah. So um, gross. But she does end up telling her that Aces is right and that she is a bad person, mm-hmm. but doesn't really, um, and just kind of tells her that she's scared. Like Chi tells Belle yeah. that, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty bananas. Yeah, and um, then Devin and Chi go back to school the next day, which I'm like, don't go back. I know, and she still doesn't have her phone. I'm like, don't you just have like friggin' new iPhones waiting at your house to be used when true. you lose one? Like, <laughs> it does seem like somebody who might have that privilege. Yeah, like, why don't you have a new phone? What Mm -hmm. is happening? Or why haven't you, um, like, immediately gone to look for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you feel unsafe? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, 
Um, I wouldn't go back to school, but she kind of rationalizes it that she's thinks that being alone would be more dangerous. Right. Right. Um, and she tries to talk with Ava, Ruby and Cece because she seems to be pretty much just shunned by everybody Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. And there's like a weird dynamic going on with Mm -hmm. friends and she and yeah. 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 And then it gets even weirder when Mm -hmm. Devin approaches and insists on talking to her in private because he's still freaking out about what he saw because he hasn't been able to talk to her. Right. Exactly. Um, But Jamie is also at her locker and she's like completely scared of him. Yeah. Um, And he's pissed, though, because he's seen the photos of her and Belle. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. And she doesn't know obviously but she ends up telling him off in the end yeah good for her she freaks out at him yeah which is great like fuck you jamie Mm -hmm. um devin then um i guess she mostly thinks devin is uh, mad at her because she ran off right she doesn't realize yeah but um, she ends up telling him the story of them hitting the girl. Yeah, she spills the murder secret. Yeah, yeah. she does. Um, and then in turn, Devin fills her in on what he saw. Mm-hmm. On the computer, yeah. like he shows her yeah. the pictures that he took. and Yeah. And she sees like her friend's names in it. Mm-hmm. But she is- doesn't see Bells, which she thinks is like a sign that she's a trusted person right and then the the other weird thing was that they can't seem to find any evidence online that the other names of the um i don't i of the people of color in the folders that the the victims that those victims still exist like they couldn't find any record of them online yeah they're essentially they've just disappeared they've just disappeared yeah so they're kind of like what the fuck It's like they're essentially at this point now agreeing that it's bigger than them. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it's bigger than just what they thought it might have been. Yeah. And like they are really not capable of dealing with this in the way that they thought they would be able to. Exactly. This next part, I had to stop and like reread what I was reading Mm -hmm. because I couldn't. So Devin sort of like confides in Mr. Taylor a little bit about what's going on and um he tells him that applying to Juilliard is the only thing that's really keeping keeping him going Mm -hmm. and then Mr. Taylor starts to literally laugh his ass off like and saying that Devin's not going to Juilliard Mm -hmm. and I was like what is happening like what yeah and then Mr. Taylor says that the um schools look at class attendance and that even though he said it was okay for Devin to have like a sign off from him like from Mr. Taylor he was he said you should never leave your fate in the hands of some someone else I I I literally wrote down like what in the actual fuck like what is going on yeah I was like all of my notes in this part have like triple quadruple exclamation marks I know because it was just so like upfront like now they're not hiding anything and it's insane 
I know exactly. That's what I'm like. Everybody's just so not nonchalant. Well, I guess just nonchalant. It's like everything's out in the open now and he's not even being like, oh, I just don't even understand how he can go from being a confidant of Devin's yeah, to like this. How can, you, how can you genuinely act that way? Yeah. Like, I don't, I cannot even grasp, like, we find out more about the structure of this, like, later on, but it's still just so messed up. Like, I don't, it's insane. It's insane. So then Mr. Taylor literally says to Devin, and I quote, your kind needn't have an education. Um, And then this is when Devin realizes Mr. Taylor is one of them. And then he goes and he tries to, Devin goes and tries to find Chi, but he can't find her. So he decides to leave. Yeah. This was so dramatic too. It like is. Yeah. just yeah. as he's leaving the school, mm-hmm. someone yells for him to stop and he keeps running because he's like, no, he feels like he's scared. He doesn't feel safe. He's obviously not safe. Uh, I was just saying like, he is scared because also Mr. Taylor pretty much blocked him from like leaving that room too. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's just like, why are you doing this to me? And his response was because I can. Yeah. That's so messed up. Yeah. That's never a good reason for anything. Exactly. Like, I mean, unless you're eating um, ice cream for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the only time you can use that. <laughs> but 100% when it comes to racism, no, no, <laughs> not acceptable. No, like that is not, no, you can't do that. Devin's running out of the school someone's yelling for him to stop he's like hell no and he keeps running and then he sees that it's headmaster ward who has like a remote control and he's trying to close the gate on devon and devon like makes it through the gate like just in time but it makes you wonder like what were the intentions of keeping him at the school yeah oh like why do they want him there exactly like why are they trying to prevent him from leaving and like if they were successful like what would they do exactly yeah because the whole the whole bit about it what she and Devin are thinking is that they're trying to like eradicate these kids from the school so why would they want to keep him there exactly if their whole mission is for them to just drop out yeah it seems counterintuitive Mm -hmm. and also like um disturbing and like dangerous yeah now like very worried for chi because she's still in the school i know mentioned Mm -hmm. because devin couldn't find her quick enough but she heads to morgan library and finds her phone phew relief the lord yeah uh and she starts looking through the yearbooks and Mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. starting to piece things together she uh, stumbles upon a photo um in the yearbook Mm -hmm. and it's just it's I think the caption was uh living up to our legacy and it was a photo of men Mm -hmm. with ace Mm -hmm. of spades cards and she thinks she sees somebody in the photo that she recognizes which is Mr. Ward Mm -hmm. Ward yeah (sighs) and not to mention on that that 1965 yearbook that she grabbed that ward is in who she suspects is ward on the cover of it there's or like on the spine rather there's a confederate flag yes yeah (laughs) like what (laughs) 
just the big old racist yearbook. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so not cool. No. So then she's in the library and she's like stressing out. She just saw that. She's pretty much has confirmation that the headmaster is a racist. And she knew that he didn't, like, he wasn't very partial to her for whatever reason from the beginning. She just didn't know. She just didn't think that it was because of her skin color. Exactly. Um, and so then she sees on Facebook that Belle had posted a picture. So she's like stalking her. Obviously, that's what you do when you like somebody. <laughs> Obviously. And she sees that there was a comment um, from a family member. So she clicks on that profile of the family member and she's looking and it looks like it might be her sister. And then she notices that the girl also has blonde hair. And then she notices that it is 100% the girl that she thinks that she killed. Yes. And her name's Martha Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry. What? Um, pardon me. I know. Isn't that, wouldn't that just be like, sorry, like just mind blowing. Yeah. That would, yeah, that would be so fucked. And no wonder she was feeling like she was seeing um Martha now we have a name space in bells right they're sisters exactly and like maybe that's the reason why Belle didn't want her looking at the photo or coming over or yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like and then and then when you realize that you can see how much deeper everything goes Devin heads to Terrell's after escaping the school grounds yeah Still can't figure out Terrell's role in all of this. Still, even after all of the this part, (laughs) these ten chapters, yeah. um, And he's telling him his theory Mm -hmm. about what's going on at school, the research, Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And Terrell's just like, "Yo, have you ever looked up your school or researched it?" Yeah. And so Terrell starts doing a Google, and he searched and found out that Nevius means white in latin Latin. nice like of course it does eye roll um Mm -hmm. terrell mentions computer 17 Mm -hmm. to him though Mm -hmm. and devin's like what he knew he kept that information from him so i'm like um question mark exclamation mark i know don't tell him anymore i know and then we also found out when he was when terrell was googling the school that the school is founded by some of the biggest funders of slavery, like planta- plantation owners, people who funded it, etc. Um, and that the school was founded in 1717, which that's the code that Jamie had on a piece of paper at his house, yeah. at um, Chi's house. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Callback. Damn, yeah. I missed that callback baby I knew that was going to be important or relevant so now we know like Jamie's obviously in on it obviously yeah so after the little how do you know about computer 17 Mm -hmm. he goes home yeah and he's very like distraught and like Mm -hmm. can't keep it together obviously he's stressed worried about his life like his whole existence for being accent mm-hmm. essentially is cracking mm-hmm. all around him and he's feeling really guilty about his mom spending money on this fucking yeah. school 
Yes. Like he's just, he's feeling all the feels. He feels like he's, he's battling with the thoughts of that. He can't tell his mom the whole story and the whole truth mm-hmm. because it would involve him saying that he's gay. Yeah. Um, but in the end, which was kind of heartwarming, his mom knows that he is I know. gay. He tells her he's gay and she says, I know. I yeah. was like, this is a good mama. And that, and she also like reiterates that she loves him. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. I, I bet you he would feel a little bit better that he doesn't have to at least worry about that. And that Around he's his mom. Yeah. accepted at least at home. Yeah. Which yeah. that would feel awful. Just knowing yeah. that the only place you can be yourself is now is at home. Imagine, I don't know, just imagine him feeling that he can't be himself anywhere. Yeah. That he's targeted. That would be awful. Yeah. And I think that's probably why a lot of people more specifically um I want to say like kids or teenagers that are living with parents like I think that's probably why there's a high um depression and suicide rate among children and they're like based on their sexuality um just because that exact thing you're saying like feeling like you're literally not accepted anywhere like that would be awful Mm mm-hmm that feeling would just feel like it would be enough to eat you alive. The other thing too, is that Devin asked his mom if she knows Terrell and she says, yes. Yes. And then there's like a weird reference about her mom, his mom saying that Devin came home from school one day when he was like younger and he was wet with a bumped forehead and bloody and Jack told her what happened Mm -hmm. and it sounds kind of like some some of the other boys at the school caught Terrell and Devin kissing and then beat them up Mm -hmm. and then that's kind of like another reason why his mom pushed so hard for him to go to Nevius was because she knew that he couldn't like belong in this neighborhood that people wouldn't accept him so I think that she was thinking that a private school would be better. Yes. Yeah. Da, da, da. Then we find out that Terrell says he texts Devin and he says he checked Devin's phone mm, that while was he was like sleeping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how he knew about computer 17, which I'm like, is it true or is it not? I don't Terrell, know. what's I don't your know. deal? I hope that he can trust him. But like know, at the same time, I just don't trust anybody. I know, but it's especially weird how, like, she likes Terrell. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like she really likes anybody. Mm-hmm. So but I she's don't... also got shit judgment, having been friends with Jamie for so long. Yikes, yeah. Find out that she is officially dropping out of school, and she's headed to Bell's to confront her. Hell yeah, she is. She kind of just starts off by, like, asking her a loaded question, like, do you think death is permanent? But, but Bell is like remaining calm through this whole kind of confrontation. Mm-hmm. The floor is creaking upstairs and I'm like, is somebody listening? Is there aces upstairs? What? Like filming, taking pictures. Eee! There's someone creeping around up there. After she confronts her, Bell is saying like, I can explain um, that her and she are real, like how she feels with her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And essentially that Belle had no choice and that yeah. it's a family tradition. Yeah. It says, I wrote it down. She had no choice but to participate because her family is invested in the traditions. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 
So that's your excuse to literally be racist. Yeah. Like, cool. (laughs) And she also kind of defends it by being like, well, Nevius isn't the only school that does this. Yeah. She says there are places all over the country, like as if that justifies it. (laughs) No. Like if there were people all over the world, like eating shit, do you think you could use that as an explanation to someone as to why you decided to eat shit? Like (laughs) the same as. It's the same as like if like that stupid saying. If all your friends are jumping off a bridge, are you going to like? Oh gosh, yeah, that's ingrained in my head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she Belly also uses the word social eugenics. Yeah, I just looked it up. I hadn't looked it up before. Can I read it to you? Yeah. The study of how to arrange reproduction within a hu- human population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable that's like some hitler shit up in here that's so disturbing she comes clean and tells her the whole point is to break down black kids with promise to stop them from achieving what is rightfully theirs sickening awful super sickening yeah and and bell is still begging chi to trust her like just wow no so so yuck mm-hmm. um and then I love this part because she must have told Devin to meet because she texted him and said Mimi mm-hmm. but she told Devin to meet her at Bell's yeah because yeah. then the doorbell rings and it's Devin and she's like let's go <laughs> my ride's here we gotta go <laughs> yeah I love that yeah and then I have written down here it just clicked because I wrote it in all caps but omg the car accident was staged I like didn't get it until that point yeah it's all just staged I guess I can't I just can't it's crazy could you imagine even just the trauma like forget about the trauma of thinking that you killed somebody or that you were in a car that killed somebody Mm -hmm. what about the trauma of knowing people have done this to you yes all as like some fucked up practical joke like essentially yeah and (sighs) she is talking about that at the end of this chapter like the psychological trauma that's like I can't it's just like I think the idea of finding out that everyone is against you and deliberately trying to fuck with you would be an even harder concept to grasp and work through like yes like what therapist would be like yes I've encountered this before honestly <laughs> like, like they'd be uh, like oh fuck that is <laughs> fucked up I can't yeah. sorry yeah honestly like oof that's a bad one yeah <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do here like yeah hypnosis I don't know Jeez, please um she and Devin are set on derailing aces now at mm-hmm. this point they are mm-hmm. like ramping up their mm-hmm. effort Devin is um having a memory of visiting his dad in jail on my birthday on your birthday <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey that's my birthday oh and then as I kept reading about this chapter I was like that's a shit day for Devin <laughs> yeah that's not a great day Dre is in jail which is so why we do oh sorry oh hold on hold on we found out some stuff about um Devin's dad which I thought was interesting um he tells Devin about this is this is a flashback to when Devin was a kid so he tells him about how he met his mom 
um, do, like seems to skim over the fact that it seems like Devin is trying to open up to his dad and be like, Hey, I don't like girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, his, his whole, the whole idea of him, like trying to test waters with people he loves, like it's been dismissed with his dad, with Jack. So no wonder he was terrified to tell his mom, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, exactly. And then we also find out that his dad used to play the saxophone so obviously that's probably where Devin got his musical musical genius yeah and then and then there was a super sad little line that I wrote down from Devin's perspective and it said my dad's never hugged me before mm-hmm. like that's just so sad that is sad okay back back at you so Dre is in jail which is what is bringing up the memories of his dad yeah. Um, and Dre texted him mm-hmm. somehow from jail, mm-hmm. um, um, to come and meet him and chat. Yeah. And Dre's telling him that the police raided his place mm-hmm. and that he has to go on trial. It's not just like a hearing or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like serious shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Devin feels awful because he knows it was aces who snitched on him yeah yeah Stray Mm -hmm. is getting beat every night in jail because they heard about him and Devin and want to quote knock sense into him yes (laughs) yeah that's so messed up and then and then Devin I I actually this part was um I found this part written very smartly I liked this call back to his memory to the memory that we had just read from Devin but Devin asks Stray what a white uniform means because he notices that Dre is wearing an orange uniform. Yeah. So he asks what a white uniform means because he he knows that the people are like it means different things based on the color of the uniform. And then Dre says that the people at that jail who wear a white uniform are on death row. Mm-hmm. And so that's when Devin is like, holy shit, because when he saw his dad last time, his dad told him to never come back. <laughs> Yeah. Which was like, just, I think it just broke his heart because he thought that his dad was saying he didn't want anything to do with him. Exactly. But we find out after he Mm -hmm. heads out of the prison, he asks the Mm -hmm. secretary about um, a prisoner, which was his dad. And he finds Mm -hmm. out that seven years ago, um, he was executed on September 9th, which was the day Devin saw him. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things. It's that idea of like parents, I don't know. It's, I guess it's not just parents. It's people like not wanting to be vulnerable. And instead of saying like, okay, son, goodbye. I love you. Instead. He said, don't come back thinking that he's sparing, probably thinking that he's sparing Devin's feelings when in fact I think he just made it so much worse because there's no closure right like exactly he spent the past seven years thinking that his dad doesn't want anything to do with him yeah and still dreaming that his dad might come home yeah like thinking that his dad might come home yeah yeah like walk through the door any minute kind of yeah and like say he's been dead (laughs) like that sucks after that Devin is heading to Terrell's with Chi which I think he said, oh yeah, he was like, yeah, come over to my house. Yeah. And then he, she's like, he's like, actually, you can't come into my house. We got to go to Terrell's. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, can we trust him? I don't know. I know. I know. 
um, during that time, they decide that they need to make a plan to take down Nevius and Mm -hmm she thinks of the idea of calling the press Mm -hmm. to get the word out there. Yep. Yep. And at first Devin's like, I don't think it'll work. We can't Mm -hmm. trust anyone, but Terrell is there. And he's like, I don't know, Devin, it seems like it might not be a bad idea. So she calls what they're calling in the book, central news one. Yeah. And And they set up a meeting for the next day, Mm -hmm. which which in turn turns out to be today, the day we're talking about now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is also yesterday but today and tomorrow and next week time. maybe yeah 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 <laughs> but at the, the same time they're both exhausted like Devin and she have barely been sleeping yeah and I'm like do you guys I, should you guys be making this like I mean going to the press or going to the police or somebody is obviously mm-hmm. a good idea mm-hmm. But I'm like, should you be making decisions? Maybe you guys should go and try and sleep a bit. I know. I know. Even like, as you said that, I was thinking like, yeah, they should, they should go to the police. But I mean, what if someone who's associated with the school is on the, like on the police? Well, what are they called? Squad? I don't know. The police brigade. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't seen (laughs) it. But I guess it does make sense why my they wouldn't go to the police because we couldn't understand that as white women. No, uh, no. And they do kind of touch on that when Devin is driving Chi's car later. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. just nod, agree, and go along with what the cop is saying kind of thing. Yeah, and it, there's even a bit in there where Devin's like, oh, I guess Chi's parents never explained to her like how she should... act when a cop pulls them over which is actually like something that I had read about online like months ago that that really like gave me a reality check in terms of the privilege that we have just on the skin that we were born in like I didn't realize that you know like if you were a black male driving a car and you get pulled over by the cops your first priority should be to make sure that you don't get shot like yeah that you have your hands on the wheel or on the dash that you ask when you're going to make a movement like all of those sorts of things are just things that we would take like I know I personally take for granted like exactly yeah and it's very real like this that part is not just a book Mm mm-hmm yeah no exactly so they have that they set up a meeting which is good as Chantal said they're not sleeping Devin can't sleep so he decides to send out a tweet exposing the school with the photo evidence which I was like Devin yeah don't be dumb like yeah relax yeah but I think it turned out in their favor because we find out later that it essentially goes viral yeah and there are a lot of people on their side yeah and then this part so she wants Devin to drive her car. And I was like, what the hell? And then I totally forgot that she was, cause I, even when, remember when she was walking home from school and I was like, why, where's her car? Like mm-hmm. whatever. But it's because she's so traumatized to drive from the accident. Yeah, exactly. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um, they get pulled over. Like we were just chatting about and they have to mm-hmm. switch spots because Devin doesn't even have his driver's license, which I think would just be 10 times worse. Yeah um but this was also really sweet that they 
got through that experience, we just chatted about how it was, was nerve wracking for, for Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was happy that they have each other. Yes. Is showing their friendship evolving and they're like, I just really liked that part. It was, he knew he could trust and confide in Chi. Yes. He has somebody. And I also find, I also found the part when they were getting ready for the event together. Mm -hmm. Um, I found that part very touching as well because you can, like you said, you can see that their like forced friendship is actually good progressing and like, yeah, they need each other as allies. And I think that they're, they even each other out, right? Like, because they're different sorts of people. Yeah. Well, (sighs) and like, even from the beginning of the book, Devin's like, we're completely different. Yeah. People. But they each have their own strengths, right? So they head and they meet with the reporter, which I'm like, can you even trust anybody at this point? I know. I know. Can you trust this person? I know. I was really hoping that the reporter was going to be like a strong, powerful black woman. Yes and they were they were describing the people who worked in the office which were blonde blue-eyed yeah white women um and then they described the reporter as a brunette with a tan right but okay she wants them to film a live expose Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of just writing a story because she's like she's on the edge of her seat which is the details that they're giving I know. And I was a little suspicious about this part though, because yeah, she like, she suggests an event and is like, is there any big events coming yeah. up? And like the ball just happens to be tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I just found that kind of weird. Like, why would she know that? Yeah. I was like, is this just convenience? Is that why they've been talking about the snowflake ball or like what? Yeah. Anyway. But then I'm like, is she in on the aces thing? Exactly. Like- I just think everybody's <sighs> in on aces except Chi and Devin. And I Devin's know, home. I know. Because even Chi said a thing earlier. Because her dad was the only one who was homie. She came home distraught. He's like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "I can't talk about it with you because he's white." I know, and and she also feels like he wouldn't understand or exactly. defend her, especially exactly. after her, his family was literally racist to her face, and he didn't yes. do anything. Exactly. So, like, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> exactly she is confident in the plan which yeah I don't know how you could be in like talking with somebody for a few minutes and then being like yeah that's gonna work out cool (laughs) I think that's just her personality though like she's so so Blair like she's like the world owes I don't think she necessarily thinks the world owes her everything but she's just like yeah this is great yeah (laughs) like I planned it so it's great (laughs) yeah but Devin's doubts are like even worse at this yeah. point he's just like this is not going well he thinks it's gonna be dangerous exactly like, he his his perspective is totally right when he's like why would we go back there like mm-hmm. exactly why it, run yeah and Far I feel away. like I feel like Devin also has even just the I guess class difference between Devin and Chi I think creates that bit that little bit more of um skepticism for Devin you know what I mean like the way that he grew up is different Mm -hmm. so he has a different perspective no no that makes complete sense and and there are like examples of it he's like wondering certain things about her and then he's like oh sees where she lives and he's like oh yeah that makes sense or like yeah yeah about the dress like 
why would you even ask me if I have a dress? Like she's yeah. insulted by it. And he's like, yeah. okay. so they head back to Terrell's and I'm yeah. like, no, don't go back there. Cause they want to tell him the plan. I know. No. Like what is Terrell's deal? I know. I don't understand. <laughs> Imagine we like, don't get any closure on Terrell. <laughs> I need to know. Well, there's only a little bit left and I need to know. I know. I oh. know. And it was weird because it was like, Chi was like sad because Devin didn't bring Terrell. And I'm like, well, our, if you guys are going to be friends, Terrell can't be bad, can he? Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. So they tell him the plan and Terrell asks Chi to stay over. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was weird. Yeah. I think, he, I think he was just trying to be nice. Okay. I was like, is he playing? He's plotting to kill them or something. Oh my God. You know? No, I, th- I feel like he was just trying to be nice. Like we're all getting along. Let's like hang out. And she's yeah. like, no. True. I <laughs> guess. But I'd rather I rather sleep alone. <laughs> I would, I guess I was being more like cynical about it being like, Oh, what is he up to? He won't let them leave. <laughs> no, I think he's just being nice. I don't know though. I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Devin's feeling like even if the ball event expose kind of thing goes to plan, he feels like Mm -hmm. he's still not going to get any closure, Mm -mm, especially Mm -hmm. from, from Jack, Jack, exactly. So he, because he like explains that they were like actual BFFs since they were children. Like they grew up in the same neighborhood. They were there for each other. Like they Mm -hmm. were like brothers. Yeah. Similar experiences. His mom, um, Devin's mom like looked out for him, made dinners mm-hmm. for him, was mm-hmm. always welcome at Devin's house. Um, even wrote, uh, paid for him to write the needed yeah. at entry tests. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it feel- so I can understand how Devin is feeling so betrayed. Like the sense yeah. of betrayal is so high, and he wants that closure from him or something, right? Some explanation. For mm-hmm. sure. And so right goes over to Jax. Yeah. Totally. Um, so he heads over to Jax. Yeah. Um, and he is wearing the alien hoodie. I wrote Wait, that down. He was wearing the alien hoodie when he went. She wrote it in there again. Oh, oh, Devin was? I thought yes. you meant Jack. I was like, no. what? Devin. Yeah, he's been wearing that friggin' hoodie the entire time. Yeah, so she mentions that he's wearing the alien hoodie and she goes yep. to Jack. He he goes to Jack's. Sorry. Yep. Jack tells Devin that he thinks that he has to work twice exactly. as hard exactly. as Devin. Mm-hmm. I think essentially he was trying to say that Devin is like the token black kid <laughs> and Jack is just like a like a trailer trash white kid. Yeah. So so that Devin has like an upper hand because of his skin color like and that's his response like oh my fucking god so then Devin I can't I just can't I know I know I was shocked that that was his like excuse I guess for everything like yeah especially after being friends with him since they were children like I just find it like it's a non it's a non-answer like right totally 100 legitimate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm so Devin doesn't really get any closure from that, I would feel like, but he be- they beat each other up. They Yeah, but I, se- I felt like Jack kind of just took it from Devin. Yeah, he logs back into Twitter and finds out that, like we had mentioned earlier, that his tweet blew up mm-hmm. and people are supporting him and believing him. 
Mm -hmm. So then at that point he starts to realize like, oh shit, maybe our plan will work. Yeah, exactly. Now he's on board for sure. So even though he was an idiot and tweeted it before, like they got their plan and before they got their plan into motion, seeing that I think is what he needed. Mm -hmm. Just for a little bit of confidence, I guess that there are people who believe, believe them. Yes. Yes. Because like you were saying earlier, like he's feeling alone. Yeah. Well, and like how, like we were talking about earlier, how like psychologically fucked up that would be knowing that the past four years of your life has been just a farce. Yeah. And like a game for other people, other people. Exactly. (gasps) It's fucked up. So fucked up because like, even like the Juilliard thing, like that is very real to Devin yes. like so real and then to have the person who he you were most yes yeah. laugh in your face like oh my god and I feel like it would be just so hard to comprehend like what what he had texted his mom because he had overslept and he's like why didn't you wake me up yeah. and she texts back and she says that she knew he needed to sleep and that she also knows he hasn't been going to school yeah so that's kind of suspect she is getting ready in her like super fancy gown and she has like a bunch of tuxes laid out for Devin to pick. And I guess she got like different styles because she didn't know like what his style was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, so he picks one and apparently it's like the most bland one. So she's essentially like, try again. <laughs> and then he picks like the fanciest one. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I like their, I like the way they're, friendship is evolving me too yeah and he like lets her do his hair and Mm -hmm. she ends up like putting a little bit of eyeliner on him and yeah it's cute it's kind of cute like he's trusting her and that wraps it up they're ready to go to the snowflake ball yeah and we find out it's a fucking masquerade because obviously Of course it is. That's so Gossip Girl. <laughs> Remember in the Gossip Girl when yes. he Jenny, he kisses Jenny or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I think this will probably work out in their favor wearing masks. Hopefully. God. Who knows though? And then, but then, so then Devin tells Chi about his tweet and like, I think that kind of made everything very real for both of them and then they have a little cheers to destroying Nevius Academy. <laughs> yep. Cheers. And then it was so hard not to keep reading. I wanted to know what happens next. I gotta know. Now you can Did read. Did you read ahead? No, Did I you? didn't. Are you sure? 100%. I'm not a reader aheader. You did last time. I read a page. Yeah, you're a reader aheader. <laughs> I just needed to know one thing reader ahead or uh, summer's got me all self-conscious about my laugh what your laugh is the best no it's so i was like, like do i sound like a donkey no, <laughs> why no your, your laugh is awesome because it's like genuinely like it's a genuine laugh and it's like <laughs> you're actually having fun you're like happy your uh, laugh i hope Just, so that's what I, it reminds me of like whenever you Aww. laugh i'm like oh do you think I have a fake laugh let me see if I was on the phone with like a client (laughs) no that's not it (laughs) that's not your laugh there that's your laugh (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for that summer and go and watch um that movie, The Notebook. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay, Summer. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm not either. No, Shanta. No, <laughs> no. I need somebody oh, to be on my side. I know, I know. I bet you there's so many people because I went ahead and said what what woman <laughs> hasn't seen it. So <laughs> what uh, are your theories for the end of the book? Fuck, I don't know. I I don't I literally don't know. I want it to go well well and they do an expose and everybody gets like people get taken out in cuffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see it just going completely opposite. Mm-hmm. but then that wouldn't make a good book no. yeah oh I don't know I don't I well I hope we get a wrap up on Terrell like what's his deal yes yes I hope that like Devin and she both get to go to the universities that they deserve to go to totally I am now now that you brought up that title of the chapter I'm wondering if there's gonna be does someone die I don't exactly now. I'm worried that people are gonna die. Who would die? Maybe Headmaster Ward. Well, like- maybe. Oh my gosh! Do you think that there could be something crazy going on with like the viral tweet and like people showing up because they're pissed off about it? Oh yeah, maybe they're causing like a stir. Yeah, yeah, like a riot at the school. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I'm thinking like, what if something bad happens to? now that you're saying like um now that I'm remembering that there's a masquerade and like mm-hmm. you can't see each other's faces oh no somebody on the aces side has a gun and they accident they shoot Terrell like, oh Terrell no comes, because he knows the whole plan oh and no the- and he's like an innocent su- bystander yeah well like everybody so is technically anyways but yes. um <laughs> But yeah he's not they're not who he's trying to take they're take trying to take down oh, but Terrell I, isn't coming but he Devin and she told him the whole plan so remember how he wanted to go to the library yeah and that's why apparently oh. Devin didn't tell him all the details because he oh. didn't want him to get hurt I don't know I don't know I don't know anyway, I don't know that just popped maybe Jack will protect maybe jack will come through and like switch do a yeah flip. yeah hopefully like oh yeah and also i want to know like um is dre gonna get out of jail like yeah i like their little love story i want them mm-hmm. to get it back together yeah they should be together yeah but like what's up with bell too garbage like, she's yeah. garbage well she is garbage but like is she i know gonna- she's all like it's real does is she, she being serious that she's actually like feeling some sort of remorse? Yeah, or like feelings for Chi mm-hmm. have made know. her like question her family's morals, which are awful. I don't understand. Like, like Jamie had sex with Chi all summer. Mm-hmm. If you hate like a specific race so badly. How could you even do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like and how, what kind of person is that? Just the whole concept of like camp aces too is like, oh, oh, they so sit gross. around and talk about and plot t- white supremacy. And like, 
there's probably obviously teachers there being like, okay, Jamie, you need to sleep with Chi all summer. Like, I know. Like oh, ew. probably telling them to do everything. Ew. Uh, I hate it. Uh. All right. All well, right. let's wrap this book up next week. Yeah. But it's getting twisty. Let's it's find out what happens at the snowflake ball. Also, I was thinking snowflake oh, ball. Is that like, you know, how people are called snowflakes? Oh, a white thing. Yeah. Fox sakes. Oh, 100%, obviously. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Like Jeez. I put that together last night when I heard the other day when I finished up the book. I was like, of course. Oh, of course. This makes sense. Of course. Anyway. Okay. So hit us up in the Facebook group. We can yeah. chat about this. If you've got some different ideas, like if you have some insight into who you think Terrell is, et cetera. Um, also, don't forget we're reading Not a Happy Family for September. So you can get that book in your shelves. Yeah. Uh, pick it up, pick it up. If you've got, start thinking now about spooky books for October. Oh yeah, spooky October books. Ooh, maybe we could read some Stephen King or something. Ooh. Say yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Say Halloween. So anyway, yeah. Alrighty. All right. Okay. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.